Hello, wonderful listeners. This is your host, Enoch.Spackler, and you are listening to Beyond Textbooks. Beyond Textbooks is a heart-racing adventure into the stories of accomplished students who have transitioned to corporate America as full-time employees. We tell their stories and how they made the leap from what they learned in school versus what the corporate world needed. You will be empowered with skills you need for the job, on the job, and by the job. Learn to overcome the most common surprises and hopefully never ever again will you say these words. My degree did not prepare me for the real world. I wasted money on school. This show is a two-part show where guests come back to do a technical deep dive to give you the raw skills you need from the workplace and the boardroom. In today's episode, The Journey of a Software Engineer, we have with us a wonderful guest, the mystery guest that appeared on our previous episode, <laughs> and you heard his voice. Uh, I'm honored to introduce him today, and his name is Daniel Anani Obri, and he currently works as a software engineer at Chevron. Well, if you all don't know, Daniel is also another overachiever. He is one of the most industrious persons I know. He has won many several academic awards and is a true professional and it's definitely definitely a good great honor to have him here welcome to the show daniel hey thank you you know for having me here awesome how are you doing today um i can't complain it's it's okay yeah what about you i'm also doing great yeah i'm excited to be here i'm in the presence of greatness so, so yeah i think we just dive right into it um can you take us through your career journey how you ended up where you are now Yes, um, thank you, Enoch, for this opportunity to, to share my experience with uh, up-and-coming um, workers or people who are potentially looking into getting employed in the AI space, software space, whatever, uh, whatever they think they fit in. Yeah, so um, as you know, um, I was in the same program with Enoch, and um, yeah, so I graduated and I started at... Uh, um, so do you mind if I talk about my internships? Yeah, like I don't mind. You can, you can go to a smart background as possible so viewers can appreciate you know the, the expanse of how you've moved transition to your the, the where you to where you are now okay okay that's fine yeah so was in school i was doing my phd in computational data science and engineering i was privileged to have um gotten two internships the first one uh was with a company called kinship kinship pet care so i worked as a they have the title as a computational scientist but the actual duty or description of the role was uh, a data scientist. So we done building machine learning and data science models for classifying dog breeds and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was more of genomic because my research was in genomics and bioinformatics. Then I was also privileged to, after that, I was privileged to also intern with Apple uh, the final semester um, in my PhD program. I interned with a machine translation team at Apple and um, I was um, my title also was uh, engineering programs manager or some companies would call product manager. Yeah. So I worked with machine translation and stuff like that. Uh, and one of the things I worked on was the translate camera where you can take a picture of it to your iPhone and just translate texts on, on the image. Yeah. So I worked on that. And right after school, I also got a job with uh, Intel um, and I worked as um, AI software solutions engineer with, with the hyperscaler team doing machine learning stuff. Um, that was 2012, 
2022 up to 2023 March. And I transitioned to a software engineering role with Chevron um, here. So that has been my journey. I don't know if you want more. Yeah. Uh, that's that's quite, quite an extensive, impressive uh, experience you had. Did you get to meet any of the dogs that you, you when you did the internship for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, I, I got to learn a lot more about dog breeds and stuff like that. But unfortunately, I'm not a dog person. So <laughs> I <get> the, <laughs> if I'd uh, asked for people, I'm giving me one, but uh, it's a lot. <laughs> maybe, maybe, like, maybe he's a cat person. There, maybe a cat person. So, okay, so a... <laughs> you're not a cat person. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, that 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 part of his life, we'll have to figure that out later. Um, <laughs> let's dive right in again. Like, tell us a bit about how you got specifically into software engineering. What was the motivation? Motivation was, uh, I would say, a need. A need, not a need. As in, I needed to do something, right? And uh, I believe once you have. Uh, of course, there's a there's a thin line between the role of a data scientist or machine learning engineer and a software engineer, right? So being, um, um, when it's cool to be a data scientist or machine learning engineer, whatever you want to call it, you also get to familiarize yourself with software engineering stuff, right? So um, I remember, you know, if you remember, we when we were having interviews, <laughs> I was like, no, you're not going to go into software engineering. <laughs> I had a lot of disappointment when it comes to interview, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so so we, I totally abandoned the dream of becoming a software engineer because I, from my experience, I thought um, that, the interviews were too tough. Um, yeah, so that wasn't part of my plans initially. So the need because, I mean, I had a situation and I had to change company. And the role, I mean, the role that they had available <clears throat> was a software engineering role. And I felt, okay, let me try my lab there. Let me see what could happen there. So I went into that, went for the interview. And uh, different from all the software engineering interviews I've had, this was a low-key, I mean, no, the questions no. were no coding, <laughs> extensive coding, uh, least code, uh, ads, all those those things, and uh, data structures and things like that. Um, not really. I remember if my memory set me right. I remember two of the questions. I mean, there were there were two questions. The first one was about um uh, printing Fibonacci series, right? Was it printing a, the series or finding the nth number in the series? Yeah, yeah. So that was I mean that was something that I mean everybody. <laughs> should be so I was like, oh, is is this kind of software questions that they are asking this? So I didn't even I mean I didn't even learn because I was like yes. And the second question was um I think finding the square root of a number. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I uh, yeah. It's it's amazing that you had to you know experience just like a a, a slight a, a low level of interview questions because a lot of the listeners will be like, ah, the interview questions that I've seen and I've experienced are like, uh, they are they are above my head and I had to practice hours and all. So yeah, it's it's really great that you know people can still see that there are companies that um are still going to you know not test you beyond what you you know right so yeah thanks thanks for that uh, info so when you were a student how did you imagine and envision that industry and working in corporate america was going to be like uh, i thought it was going to be okay i've been in school all my life right <laughs> okay so getting out of school like okay i mean it's time to make money build professional relationships and uh, get to learn things um, that eventually if i want to do things on my own i would have garnered enough um, experience 
to to be able to successfully uh, prosecute my own personal um, uh, agenda or stuff like that, right? Yeah, so that was what I I foresaw, and I think it's not quite been it's not it's not it's not been different so different from what I, I envisioned. There are things you picked up. I mean, I picked up from my internships right to my first job and <clears throat> where I am now still learning right how to relate with people and stuff like that so I think um, aside the technical knowledge you you get to gain you also get to uh, learn how to um, communicate with people um, let people know um, I mean how to come across to people you know because it's not about what you are doing technically but also your ability to 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 make whatever thing you are doing um, sound interesting to the people you're working for right so you say your manager you have to make sure you, you are presenting you have done something well about how you present it so matters right so there are things you pick along the path and uh yeah so it's been it's not been quite different for what i envisaged mm, yeah. nice 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 that's good to know um what were the biggest surprises you encountered and when you started looking for jobs and was it a smooth transition for you i i think you mentioned that you did like interviews like what what prompted you to to go for interview um sorry internships sorry what prompted you to go for internships and what were the biggest surprises when you started looking for jobs after you'd completed? This is a, a bulky question. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think, you know, so what? Well, I think two weeks ago, I had two people uh, at my former school, A&T, reach out to me about how they think uh, I've been getting jobs. Like... <laughs> Like, like they did all they see is like oh this guy is jumping from here to here to here to here right and uh of course i want to say it's by god's grace i don't know what you believe in by, by god's grace and secondly people just see the glamour of oh he's getting jobs he's moving from here to here but behind the scenes i can tell you the 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 disappointments mm. the shocks the pain the hard work and i can tell you i could apply for <clears throat> more than like 20 jobs a day wow yes Yes, and and you can imagine that some of the jobs, I mean, they're disappointing. It's disappointing because sometimes you apply within a few hours, you just see before you even click on <laughs> I I like, is there someone behind the laptop just don't mean to see my name and just psh, reject, reject, reject. Oh right. man. <laughs> yeah, so Jeez, wow. yeah, it's been a series of um rejections, pain, but still believing in yourself that that's something that you you can do and uh, there's a place for you so always pushing and uh putting on a smiley face and forging ahead and uh learning knowing that for for my personal experience right mm-hmm. all the interviews you are granting all the interviews you are getting and they don't get to 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 open the door for you to just get employed i see them as um rehearsals or mm-hmm. training because the more you interview, the more experience you gain, and it, those experiences help you to to get to be better prepared for your next interviews, right? So, uh, I see that okay. If I'd never because you go for an interview and I didn't know you go for an interview like okay, do you have a question for me? And I'll be like, uh, no. But mm. later on, I learned that that's not a good thing, right? Because the more you ask questions, the more you you come across as someone someone who is interested in the company and in their position, right? Wow. So if I've never failed and I had to go and learn some of these things, I wouldn't have known what I know now, right? Yeah. yeah. So wow. uh, it's been it's been hard work, grace, tears. Yes, there's no magic. Keep on applying. <laughs> Keep on applying. So you're, yeah. you're saying that 
people or listeners should should be okay with being rejected. So they should they should have a mindset that rejection is okay. It's fine for me to go through to, to apply to 120 jobs a day or between 20 to 100 jobs a day, mm-hmm. and I still get rejected for all. But I should still feel good about it. I should use it as a learning point. I should use it as a a way to to keep going rather than to give up. That's what you're you're, you're saying to listeners. Definitely, yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, so the the failures you 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 tend to experience maybe stepping stones or you know some redirections on where where you would yeah you would uh, better uh, put your skills to 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 bear. Yeah. So I think so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Uh, it's very easy to give up, especially if you have to pay bills or you have to, <laughs> you know, transition from one state to another and different kinds of uh, situations. So, yeah, that's really great advice for listeners. What kind of changes did you have to make to transition into corporate America and how did it affect your emotional, physical and mental well-being? Yeah, so my first job—I mean, I want to start with the physical change, right? My first job, they, it was fully remote, right? Yeah, so it's something. So I didn't have to make a lot of change in terms of location, relocation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the second one, I had to move all the way from North Carolina to a different state, right? <laughs> and that's a—that's a huge change. And moving to a place you, you don't really kind of know someone that you know, so you have to um start making new friends and getting used to your environment and stuff like that right another change will be what i want to say is i don't know if it's a different topic we'll have to talk about later on but all the positions i've had all the things I, the things i learned in school were not applicable to the positions i had right or i i even the current one right so going to school as a data scientist machine learning i thought when i go maybe when i got my third job in terms of going to build machine learning models no they had to be more, of course, I was part of the machine learning team, but I didn't do specifically machine learning. It was more of hyperscaler, um, memory, uh, caching, and optimizations and stuff like that. So I had to learn on the job. I had to, it was tough because I didn't know anything about this memory optimization and caching and stuff like that. So, and they, they understand you are out of school. You are just fresh from school. You are, you are new to the area. So... I had to quickly, one, um, learn new stuff, learn from my colleagues, um, be open to learning new things, be humble because there are people who know more than who have been there. So be humble to learn from people, make mistakes and know how to uh, to communicate, right? Wow. Yeah. So these are some of the changes I had to make, learn new things. Learn how, things. how fast did you have to learn new things to keep up? Yeah. So... I don't know about other people. From my experience, my my, uh, my they they are not going to say okay for one full month or one two months. You have to dedicate this to to learning. No 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 no. They give you the project and you learn along, hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you are giving me one month, two months, three months to to learn something. No, they give you the project. And I, I believe that's the best model to use, right? Give the person the project, let the person learn through the project. And yeah, so there was no, mm. like, uh, of course, it takes it takes a while. I don't want to put time to it, but it can take months. Because I remember one colleague, an experienced colleague, walked up to me at my workplace and she was like, you know, it would take like one and a half years to actually get stabilized. Yeah. That's what she told me. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
and 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 also your emotional and mental well-being how is that affected <laughs> all your yeah. career journey yeah yeah good question it's, it's one of the things we don't really talk about but um i i realized what made me to appreciate this was when we had the christmas holidays and uh, after some few days off and i came back to work i realized that i my mental health was great mm. like i became refreshed things became easier i'm like oh, okay so i needed a break i didn't know right wow yeah yeah so so what i want to say is definitely what you do the people you interact with and your 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 job and stuff like that because the politics you have to deal with and stuff like that all those things will have a toll on your mental and emotional health definitely they would they would they would yeah so um of course because one time i i don't i won't mention where it was i we're doing a deployment and uh it's a personal experience i i made a mistake right i made a mistake I mean, I was I was new to the place and I made a mistake, right? And I felt like ah, I have to disgrace myself. I've just made a mistake as a new employee. I've made a mistake in this and diploma is going to fail and stuff like that. And I I I didn't like it when a colleague was kind of, you know, but those are some of the things you you experience. Uh, I mean, it's really sort of had a toll on me, like mm, you made a mistake here, you made a mistake. But it's okay to make mistakes. They understand as a new person, they understand and they can pardon that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. Yeah. Most most people, like you said, don't don't talk about the emotional and mental so well being. And so your advice there was for people to take breaks and be be okay with making mistakes as long as you're you're you know willing to um work around your mistakes and recover quickly. Yeah. Awesome. Right. So how many companies did you apply to? You you, you sort of touched on that. Uh, how often you apply to jobs? How, how many interviews did you do and how did you land your current job at Chevron? A lot of it. I mean, a lot of interviews. If you had, I mean, so if you remember, you know, you know this well. Or <laughs> interviews. When we uh, yes, I do. I, I have, I have accounts, but I don't know the after a certain uh, timeline, I lost count. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I don't know if you remember this interview. I mean, it was for an internship with Facebook. Yep. And I I did everything I I, I knew to, to do, but I mean, so it's a, with Facebook and uh, it's really it cool. So the interviews, I've had interviews with almost all the major companies. Wow. Then you progress to the next stage. And some of them, you don't even pass the first screening uh, phase of the interview. Some of them, you get to, yeah, sometimes you go for an interview and you thought you have given your best. I mean, there was this interview with, uh, what is the name? Um, this cloud company. Salesforce. Um, no, uh, Oracle. No, Oracle. That. It was a data science. I, I so much impressed the interview works. <laughs> that the guy was like, we were not even asking this question. Just move to the next level. I met the manager. We had conversations. I thought I'd gotten the job. Like I was wow. so happy, only to learn that oh, we are sorry. You know. So 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 I've had a lot of interviews. Had a lot. Had a lot. I can't keep count of them. Like I can say a lot of them. And uh, what does apply? Apply on LinkedIn. Apply on companies' websites. Reach out to people on LinkedIn. For, personally, I've reaching out to people who had not helped me i don't know mm. yeah so it's been like mostly people 
I think that if a recruiter reaches out to you on LinkedIn, that's that gives you your that gives your application a heavyweight. Mm. Yeah, rather than you reaching out to people. I mean, it's worked for people who reach out to other recruiters, but it's never worked for me. Some of them don't even respond, right? So apply. The the key is apply, 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 apply. Wow, wow. Apply, 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 apply. Keep applying. <laughs> what yeah. skills were required in your current role? And was it a struggle to catch up? And how did you acquire those skills in order yeah. to catch up? Good question. Yeah, so... um. As a software engineer, I mean, I was trained as a data scientist, right? So typical software front end and stuff like that, uh, React, Angular, and all these things were not things I was familiar with because I've never built a website before prior to 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 joining, right? So when I got a job, we the the was it a company or something? They 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 gave us some training before the job right it wasn't a company it was some other give us a training before the job and the training was in angular for this front end right angular and stuff like that so uh, angular C, how to learn c sharp as a new programming language because i had i mean previous i mean i knew python a little bit of c plus that was I, when i was in intel i was doing c plus plus so Python, C++, uh, SQL, I don't know, SQL is a programming language, right? And all this stuff, right? So I had to learn C Sharp, how to learn Angular. I had to learn, yeah. So we we went through some one, one month of that, if I remember, right? And But when I got to a company, my team doesn't do Angular, they do React. <laughs> so it was incumbent on me to learn React on my own. Wow. Yeah, so... Uh, I had to learn React on my own personally. So uh, what I'm trying to say is personal efforts to learn new things also matters, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, wow. you know, it's been a blessing because okay, I know Angular, I know React, so I'm still adding to my list of 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 languages that I I know. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, I think I think you did because you you mentioned you know how what what the challenge was and. Um, what you did to catch up, you know, your struggles. Um, so I think we are about running out of time. So I'll just go through the next few questions really quickly. Um, okay. So for listeners who want to be a software engineer, how should they get ready while they are in school? And how much hard work do they have to put in to develop their skill set? And what resources would you recommend? Good. Yeah. So what I want to say, first of all, is, I mean, sometimes what you do, the interviews you will have, you will not even end up doing them at your company, right? Some of the strange questions they are asking when you get into the company, you don't even do stuff like that, right? So what I'm saying is, what do you have to do to get through? So you, what they teach you in school may not be sufficient or may not even touch whatever interview questions they will ask you. So what I would say is, aside your academics, do... Um, some coding challenges, right? Do coding challenges. That would be helpful. And also uh, apply as many as possible. Um, don't be, I mean, if I had never decided to, to take a chance on applying for these software engineering, then I wouldn't have gotten it properly, right? So don't be scared of, I mean, it's, it's tough. So you may have heard software engineering interviews may, uh, are tough or stuff like that, right? But just apply. Just don't be scared. Apply. You may never know. The day you may meet a question that you would... Because one of the things I've seen is that because they know people study for the hard... As we went to lit code or whatever, people study mm -hmm. for hard. You know, sometimes they even bring in very easy questions. questions. You yeah. never know. So apply, apply. 
So you always apply. Don't be scared. If you fail, you learn from that. You learn that question. You move on to the next. Wow. Are there any resources that you recommend? Yes, I think we have lead code, uh, hacker ranks, and all these different different repositories of uh, of of uh, software engineering interviewing challenges and stuff like that. So yeah, those are if you go on if you went online and you 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 search for maybe as I mean you had an interview with Facebook and you went online because. It's happened to me before. One of the questions that I went to, okay, as we, I want, I had an interview with, let's say, Facebook, and like, okay, I went on, like, okay, software engineering, Facebook questions, right? Interview questions. One time I went there, and one of the questions that someone talked about, same question was asked me. Yeah, so coming prepared, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the final question. Okay, I guess last but one question is, what would you do differently if you were back in college and started all over? I would sleep. I'm <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I think I would, hmm, I don't think I would do something different, but what I may have, but maybe what I would do is do more, mm. do more whatever I was doing, right? So yeah. I was interviewing, I would, I would start applying to jobs immediately, maybe, you know, because that, you need, you need that experience, whether it's experience, you know, experience in, like interviewing experience, you need that. Yeah. Wow. You need experience, yeah. So I would, I would do that more because probably what you learned in school would not, would, because interview questions are most of the time different from what you are learning in school. So I would focus on job oriented questions or interview oriented um, um, projects. Yes. And also if you can do personal, if you can do personal, if you have a personal portfolio, maybe you are building stuff building on apps building whatever thing you are building you may want to 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 look into that yeah so i would do more of that not necessarily change whatever thing i did yeah wow yeah uh finally the last question are there any insider jokes among software engineers that only they talk about (laughs) or jargons they use ah no i don't really haven't experienced Probably because I'm still new in this field. But one of the things we used to say is, uh, oh, you, you can break it and we'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, break so it a... and we'll fix it. Yeah, interesting. So, yes, uh, as a side note for our listeners, um, Daniel has his own, um, um, I would say, it's sort of a startup or an apps or a platform that he's building um, to sort of, solve certain problems we'll bring him on in the next um deep dive technical deep dive we'll have him briefly uh, put out some links and other information about the product or platform he's building and then give him the room to explain more of what the platform does so that uh, we can get uh, his platform out there and then listeners can support his platform as well so um Thank you, Daniel, so much for taking the time to tell us your incredible journey. Um, Daniel will be back again, like I said, to do a technical deep dive. We'll go into more of the equation and the skills and resources that you need to succeed as a software engineer, what an everyday at his job looks like, how collaborations happen, decisions are made. Um, and we'll go into like the nitty gritties of you know how the end-to-end process, talking to managers, boardroom decisions, some of the things that are allowable for him to share. So don't forget to share this podcast with someone you know. It helps spread the word. Uh, you can send your questions to beyondtextbooks at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter um, at beyondtbooks, beyondtbooks on Twitter. 
and, and you can also send your suggestions and comments on there too. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me.